You're listening to Fox on the Wire podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fox on the Wire. Today, we have one of the best drummers in Melbourne in the house, Luciano Alvaro. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me, and thank you for that compliment. One of the best in Melbourne. I mean it. That's very flattering. Yeah, man. I love watching drummers and you're, you know, I've seen some of your stuff and you're awesome to watch on the drums. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. When we were talking earlier, I was glad to hear you were going to start putting out more, going to start putting out more videos of you playing. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Absolutely. I got got to do it. Yeah. Like uh, I love posting a lot of videos of my students. At the end of the day, being a drum teacher, the important thing is showing the skills of the students that you're teaching. It's all about them. I want it to be all about them. Yeah. But this year, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I should actually just show some people what I can do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like you said yourself, you see me at gigs and things like that, or music videos, whatever. But I think it's time maybe just to start to branch out a bit more and say, okay, everybody, this is what I can do. Yeah. Let's try this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love watching sort of YouTube videos of, of drummers. Drummers are just really good to to watch, even if they're just, you know, in their bedroom at home. Just uh, throwing their arms around and, you know, maybe go to a under the kick drum shot of a double kick, pounding away. All the uh, all the chops, just chop city. It's Drums visually, aesthetically, is just such an awesome instrument to watch, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. uh, absolutely. And, hey, and believe me, I love guitar solos. I love, I won't say bass solos. I don't mind bass solos. They're okay. <laughs> you know, saxophone solos, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's, all, solos are great. They, they're really, when they're done well, they're done well. Yeah. But like we're saying, visually, aesthetically, gosh, man, drums. Oh, yeah. what a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, probably drum solos at a, at a concert is probably well, my favourite part, even though I'm a guitarist, I'll, you know, depending who it is, if it's, you know, maybe Slash standing out the front on his own and he's playing a solo, great. But, um, you know, there's nothing like a, a drum solo. Um, so, yeah, get that channel pumping. I'll try it. some of that. <laughs> now you put me on the spot. Okay, how, okay so how am I going to, uh, yeah. Meet up to the level of guys like Mike Portnoy and mm. Neil Peart. Okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll work on that. Okay, yeah, watch yeah. the space, everyone. Yeah. So yeah, there's some of your <laughs> some of your influences. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. Pretty much everyone that comes before before oneself is yeah. uh, a big influence. Yeah, I love the guys mainly from the uh, I guess from the whole rock and metal scene. Uh, my yep. number one guy is Achilles Priester, who's a uh, progressive mm. metal. Uh, from Brazil, drummer from Brazil, Mike Portnoy, we all know Mike Portnoy, Marco Miniman, who's very just kind of wild, crazy, progressive kind of stuff. I guess my number one, uh, or my first influence, I should say, that really got me into wanting to play drums is Chad Smith. A.K.A. Oh, AKA Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah. A.K.A. Will Ferrell. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very easy How to funny get was that video? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If, if you don't, if uh, you, I mean, if you don't know Anything about drums, or if if you didn't know who Chad Smith or Will Ferrell was, I mean, like, how do you pick them apart? Mm. Like, which is which? And it was just, it was so funny yeah. to watch that video, and even still today, yeah, yeah. unbelievable, so it's, fun. It's the same person for sure. It, it is. It's the same person. Like, which is which, man? <laughs> Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I was so wrapped. They did that because uh, I think it had been pointed out. I don't know, somewhere along the line before that, I'm like, oh my god, it is the same person. And then they did that video, and it was just brilliant. I loved it, man. And that was was that during Drummer Week on David Letterman? Was that the was mm. something to do with that? Was that the thing? 
Or was it something else? Was it Saturday Night Live? I can't remember now. Yeah, maybe Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I can't, one of those can't remember though. Yeah, whatever it was, amazing. And yeah. it's great that it's on YouTube for the whole world to see. Yeah, yeah, go world. and check it out. It's yeah, really funny. Totally, get on it, everyone. Um, another guy you mentioned when I checked out your bio uh, was Jason Bittner. Oh, yes. Is he from Shadows Fall? Is he that that, is that's that guy. Yeah. absolutely from Shadows Fall, yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to talk to you about that because I've recently got back into them, even though they've sort of disbanded haven't they oh but yes also watch this space yeah yes it's time uh, I've, I've i've there's been a little something murmuring yeah. uh you know across you know the uh, social media world yeah of a possible uh so uh shadows fall reunion album tour whatever it might be but yeah, yeah. something something as far as getting back together anyway so yeah. yes but uh yeah let's talk jason bittner yeah because i was um uh you know in my earlier band days i was into them that album the war within oh which was yes. a, i think 2002 or around that time Ooh. maybe three i thought it was four but four yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah cool it's just yeah. jogging the memory yep, yeah yep. yeah and uh you know it was a great album really heavy and i think they had the bonus dvd and i think it had a bit on jason bittner the drummer in the studio ah cool i didn't get that version i, got, uh, I just got the cd we know remember, remember cds yeah um yeah. <laughs> yeah i had the cd i just had the cd version but talk talk to me about this dvd yeah i mean i haven't watched it for years but oh, when dude. i saw him in your influences and i've just sort of got back into them i thought well let's talk about it but yeah um I remember that, like, he was a, a mad double kick sort of guy, just really great technique. Absolutely. Uh, and, um, yeah, recently I've got into their album, uh, Fire from the Sky. Yeah, that was their last one. Oh, was that the last? I think one, so. 2011, 2012? Yeah, yeah 12. Yeah, yep, that, was, yep. that was great. Yeah. So, you know, I lost track of him after that, um, that earlier album. And then, yeah, recently I sort of, you know, got back on Spotify, looking for heavy stuff again, and um, oh yeah, Shadows Fall. Checked out the new album. I'm like, this is really good. In 2012, and then I sort of looked them up on on Google, what they're up to and stuff, and they disbanded. I, I think pretty soon after that, or in the years. Yeah, yeah. Close just, to that. They just all started doing different things. I know yeah. um, Jason Bitter became exceptionally busy around that time of year, uh, or that or that time rather. Um, he was. He's a very big educator as well. He does a lot of his own drum clinics. That's that's how I pretty much got into Jason Jason Bittner, because uh, I wasn't really into that kind of metal. I yep. like a lot of the melodic kind of metal, you know, very clean singing. What I wasn't really into the kind of rough and heavy kind of stuff. Mm. Then I saw the DVD, the Modern Drummer Festival DVD, which was with him and Chris Adler from Lamb of God. Lamb of God, yeah. I saw that DVD and I just gravitated to seeing what Jason Bittner was doing. And, mm. and I, then I became in love with the music as well. And obviously I wanted to learn more about this guy, Jason Bittner. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, he's, he's doing this. So I, I got the, um, uh, the war within. Yeah. Listen to that. Just kind of studied it. And I've, I've got the, the drum book for it as well. Yeah, the yeah. actual notation <laughs> and everything. So it's great. Learned plenty out of that. Then I found he was doing all these clinics and so forth. And he released a, an educational DVD. And fortunately, like now, these guys had come out a few times to Australia. I think they'd been about out about three or four times, and I'd miss them every time yeah. for whatever reason it was, uh, work or other commitments, whatever it was. And then I got the absolute double banger on this one here because in 2012, remember Soundwave? Yeah. Oh, what a festival that was. Oh, and 20, Soundwave 2012 was amazing. However, they were doing some of their side shows anyway. But prior to that, in the same week, Jason Bittner was doing his drum clinic at Drum Tech. As, oh. Oh, as soon as I heard about that, I'm like, cancel everything in life right now. <laughs> I am getting my ticket, getting that. And I sat right at the front row there. Yeah. Oh, like He was amazing. Great speaker, real friendly guy. Yeah. 
talked about all this, you know, as they do talk about their, their chops and their technique and what they do and how they play parts in songs. And um, Fire from the Sky hadn't been released yet, but he was talking uh, about little bit, new little bits that he was doing yeah. that he hadn't done on previous albums. So I'm doing this between two ride cymbals. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. That's almost a little bit kind of jazzy, almost fusion y kind of feel. What you're doing right. there. Yeah. And then a couple of nights later, they were doing the sideshow at, uh, once again, you remember the Metro on yeah, yeah. Burke Street. Yeah. Uh, they turned to the palace or something, I think, didn't they? Yeah, what, and now it's nothing. Now it's uh, yeah, apartments. Yeah, welcome to Melbourne. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was like, great, I got to see that. I got to finally see Shadows Fall at this sideshow, and it was just like so totally amazing and fulfilled. Yeah, Did, <laughs> it was did cool. they uh, play songs from that new album at that time? Uh, no, I don't think, no, because the album hadn't been released at that, right. at that point. Yeah. So okay. they did a lot from War Within. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, was he? They had one of the albums before that as, as well. Oh, not before, before, after that. Oh my gosh, I have to go back and yeah, revisit some sure. of this stuff again. But yeah, like that, it was just a bit of a mix, man. But a lot of the stuff from War Within, obviously, I think that was their biggest album. Mm. Uh, and everyone just goes goes off with that stuff there. Yeah. So that was great. I think Machine Head was in that gig as well. Mm. And I can't remember how to pronounce it. Is it Kamara? Kamira? Chimera or something like that. Yeah. That was, it. It was a great night. Amazing yeah, night. Okay. Yeah. That might have been the same year, the same Soundwave Festival that I, because I always look out for the side shows myself. Not, I don't go to the main festival. Um, I think it was that year that I, I think Alice in Chains were playing. It could have been that year. I'd have to check. Anyway, it was, the side show was Alice in Chains uh, Down, which has got Phil Anselmo yep. from Pantera. Um, the Walking Papers, which had Duff McKagan in it. All oh, right, and oh, I think there was another band, but yeah, that okay. was just a sideshow. It was fun. Right. I don't think it was that year. Mm. Yeah, I remember <laughs> this one had like Alter Bridge, Steel Panther, oh, then yeah. Biscuit, Marilyn Manson. Oh. Um, in this moment, oh, this was the this was like my this is my only Soundwave that I've ever been to, and it just kept giving. Yeah, it was so good. Like, what a great year and. I don't think there was one after that, maybe. A sound wave? Yeah. Was it, was it one in 2013? I think so, yeah. yeah. It didn't last very long after that. But yeah. um, I can see down, uh, Download is, is, is the, new, the new breed yeah. of, of these big festivals just now. massive lineups. They look great, don't they? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I like to see, like, even just this week, I think there's been a few big tours announced um, not not in Australia, but overseas, like bands joining together. Yep. I mean, you got Motley and Def Leppard sort of joining forces. Yep. Uh, I think this week it was Megadeth and not Five Finger Death Punch. Nah. Oh fuck, Megadeth and someone else. Oh, you can swear Just... on this show, can you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, geez. Here we go. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> this is great. And uh, yeah, obviously, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Sort of. Firing up again. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. My Chemical Romance back on the scene. Yeah. Was it Megadeth and Corn? Oh, uh, I'm not. I'm not too sure. I, just, anyway. I remember the Megadeth Five Finger Death Punch, and a lot of people, right. a lot of Megadeth fans, were getting very, very, very upset yeah. over that because Five Finger Death Punch were the headliner oh, on that. Really? What? Not Megadeth? Mm. Just this, you know, Monster Energy mm. metal band getting the the mm. the, uh, the headline slot. Oh, well. yeah. I wouldn't be too happy about that. <laughs> It looks I, don't, like, I don't mind. I, I, I like Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I listen to a little bit of them, but yeah, good to see Dave Mustaine. He's finished his cancer treatment. Oh, thank goodness for that. Still oh, got his flowing red hair. I love it. Locks. Loving Beautiful it. red hair. Hey, hey, all the power to the redheads. I love them. <laughs> I, love, I love all yous. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, look, whenever you hear anything like that for anybody, not just your celebrities, you yeah. know, like, you know, you're having battling. 
any sort of illness, and you know, still so young as well. You know, fifties or sixties. Yeah. that's not still so much life, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's already back, sort of touring again and stuff. So good on him. Brilliant, and he's got an amazing guitarist. Oh, yeah. one of my favorite guitarists, actually. Who's that now? Kiko Loriero. Oh. Yeah, we've had him for a few years, actually. Right. Um, but he was from one of my favorite bands called Angra. Right. who my favourite drummer, Achilles Prista, ah. played in a band with. So it was like when I heard Kiko was playing for Megadeth, right. I'm like, holy hell. And even a lot of my friends, like, I mean, so I'd, I'd known about Kiko for years, you know, uh, obviously listening to Angra. So a lot of my friends who were big Megadeth fans never knew who ah. Kiko was. And like, we're going to check out this new guy. So they, um, they toured, I can't remember what, but it was just a Megadeth gig. I don't think it was a festival or anything. Uh, and my friends, they, they message, like, were texting me after you going, like, my God, that guitarist. I'm like, hey, I've been telling you this for 15 years, man. <laughs> Catch up. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> he chops and changes his lineup a fair bit, I think, he does, Dave, yeah. doesn't he? Like, he, he had, I can't remember that last guitarist he had probably before your guy. Uh, um, was it Dro- Drover? Someone, was uh, it the brothers? Was it the two brothers, the, the, the drummer and the guitarist were drummer? Uh, excuse me, were guitarist and the drummer were brothers. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I or think. maybe that was another change. Grover was... or Grover or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, Dave's yeah. kicking ass. Yeah, he's got uh, Dirk on the, Dirk, Dirk Van Buren on drums. Okay. From, um, oh, oh, was he from, was it Soil Work? I always forget this. Right, okay. Anyway, machine. Absolute machine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's good to keep, keep lineups changed, keep it fresh, new ideas, all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these drummers, man, they're just crazy. Like, they're just machines. Can't believe how, Yeah. And that's why I love watching it. Even if you don't like that style of music, they're just great to watch. Appreciate the talent and the work that goes into it. Mm. These guys didn't, didn't just, just didn't, have, didn't roll nah. out of bed and do that stuff. You know, that's, that's one thing I teach, they'll tell to a lot of my students. Mm. So, you know, we get inspired by, by greatness. Everyone does. It doesn't matter what field you're looking into. But yeah. it's, the work you, it's, the, it's, it's the work you put into it that shows. Mm. What you, and that's the thing, though. You don't, you don't see the work that they put in. You only see the final product. True. Yeah? True. So it's, uh, yeah, get on your instrument just bust your ass. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot to look up to. And, uh, you know, there's some huge talent out there that have, yeah, put in the work for years and years and I guess to, to follow them is a, a big thing to help you Absolutely. get there. So. As the saying goes, we stand on the shoulders of, shoulders of giants. Mm, true. Well, let's talk about you. <laughs> oh, do we have to? Yeah, oh, that's, that's why you're here. What would you like to know, Mr. Craig? So you're the drummer from Tear Gas who yes. have just reformed. Yes. Tell us Good how times. that happened. Tell you how it happened. Um, it seems to be a lot by the, uh, well, let's take a step back in time, shall we? Let's go. To only about four years ago, to be honest. <laughs> um, overseas, there's been music festivals called Melodic Rock Festival. Uh, a lot of these kind of just melodic rock, kind of AOR bands, big kind of classic bands from the 80s, 90s as well, and even mo- new ones as well. There's a lot of modern bands doing, I guess, catering to that kind of melodic, clean, very polished uh, rock sound that we, you know, that we hear, especially very big in Europe as well. But anyway, it's, um, uh, yeah, we, we got asked by these guys back in 2016 to play at this melodic rock festival that was in Melbourne. So that was a reform for Tear Gas once again there right. in, in that regard because Tear Gas was pretty much inactive from 2008, I believe it was. Um, we're all close friends and we all kind of did – little things in other bands together as well. But when we had the opportunity to get tear gas in the room together 
and do this melodic rock show. Oh, it was just like everyone's like, yeah, let's do this thing. Yeah, come yeah. on, let's do it. Come on. Cool. Um, it was great. And yeah, we um we played the uh well, it was very early when we played. It probably would have been like I don't know, I'll say twelve o'clock in the afternoon, maybe 12, you know around that time there. Um, you know, the festival went from morning till very late at night. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the later you go, the bigger the band yeah. uh, hits the stage. So we're like, okay, well, hey, we're just gonna play the show. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Like heaps of people in the place when we, when we were there. Awesome. We we're like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> this is great. This is so good. So we yeah. played all the old tear gas material yeah. um, from the band's first EP. Uh, for, oh, excuse me, from the fa- band's first EP. Yeah. Uh, so or again, all that very melodic rock kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. It was just a great feeling to see a lot of uh, a lot of friends who would come along. Yeah. But then to kind of. Um, uh, reacquaint ourselves with some of the older rocks that used to come see the band all those years ago. It's like, mm. it was like, hey, this is just like a, you know, you know a step back in time. Yeah. You know? This is yeah. a throwback, you know? So that was great there. So we got back then, basically, that, that, that was all great. That year, 2016, we ended up playing two extra shows, one in the Southeast, one in the Northwest, because yeah, we wanted to get our, our friends and family, because we're all from all over Melbourne. So yeah. it was good to cater to one side of town to the other. That was fantastic. And we loved it. Uh, a couple of years later, we had recorded we decided to get back in the studio and record a couple of new songs uh, and oh no not a couple of years i don't know a year, it was like it was a year later we we went back and recorded a couple of new songs one which has just been released titled make up your mind just Gr- released on spotify great song oh i'm i'm, I'm so proud of it i'm glad yeah. you like it and i hope everyone else who hears it loves it too yep even likes it i'll just be happy with like <laughs> you'll grow to love it yeah <laughs> no it, it, it's awesome we're very proud of that uh, the two songs we actually have have, have, have recorded uh, we just needed to have the time to then figure out how we're going to release it because we weren't we hadn't done any gigs. Uh, there was just nothing. Everyone was, again was just doing their own thing. Then once again, this melodic rock fest though has now come back once oh. again in all its glory, and it's going to be even bigger and better. It was great the first. I'm sure it's going to be even bigger and better this time now. Uh, and once again, we were asked to join into this festival, cool. which is going over three days. And we said, yes, absolutely, we'll do it. And it gave us, obviously gave us the opportunity to finally release this new song, which has been sitting in the bag for a couple of years now. So, cool. uh, again, it was, it was as simple as um, Al, our fearless leader, singer, uh, just saying, guys, let's, you, we call it the Dumoulin Rock Festival. And it's just like, you know, before you even finish a sentence, everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's do this thing. We're not even going to waste any time. Let's get to work on this thing now. So, uh, so Reunion kind of things happen I, I guess they're happening um i guess uh conditionally let's just say we should kind of get off our butts and say you know what if we're going to continue this and we should just do it properly yeah but we're liking how it's kind of going at the moment we're we're already thinking about possibly doing you know after this you know another show or two within the year but then you know i really want to get back into this furthermore so hey hopefully more recordings hopefully more gigs yeah on. If everyone's on par with that, let's keep this ball rolling, man. Yeah, yeah. well, that festival's a good reason to sort of no get doubt. things going again. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be great lineups. Local talent, international talent. Yeah. Older bands, newer bands, you name it. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be great. something, man. Melodic Rock Festival, yeah. So where where do they hold this festival? Where is it? Uh it's at the it will be at the National Theatre, which is in St Kilda. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's a seated oh, venue. Oh, the National. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I think I saw uh his name Tex Perkins ah, there years ago. Almighty Tex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful venue. Cool. That's yeah. It looked great from what I saw from the pictures. It looked it looked terrific. It's oh, pretty old it, school. Yeah, I love it. Hey, that's yeah. all good. Hey, classic. Okay, can't go wrong with a classic, man. Yeah. Uh, so the seating. Yeah, I saw that. So it was, it was very. It was a very seated venue. 
that'll be good for some of us older heads who just don't want to stand up all day. <laughs> Uh, so it looks fantastic. Like I said, it goes over three days. I believe the first night is going to be um, uh, mainly acoustic, I believe, the Friday okay. night. Uh, then the next two days are just going to be full on, just all guns blazing. Right. So, uh, yeah, so National Theatre St. Kilda. Uh, and the dates, I believe, are the Friday the 6th, Saturday the 7th, Sunday the 8th Beautiful. of March, leading beautifully into... The Labor Day long weekend oh, holiday, yeah, so we yeah. can all collect our bearings or just just relax. Yep, put our feet up on that Monday, have a nice break on the Monday. Yeah, awesome. That's man. gonna be great. Yeah. So, uh, have you got a good slot this time around? A, a bit of a later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hope, oh, wishful thinking. I do believe we have got the. Oh, I think we're starting even earlier than last time. It's oh, gonna be. I, I what I checked, it was around eleven or eleven thirty or something. Man, it's hard getting rockers out of bed at eleven thirty yeah. on, on a Saturday morning. But uh, look, if you paid your ticket, you know you'll you'll do your best to come down, won't you? You know, I mean, look, we, we, hey, we'll be there, so you better be there. All right, yeah. so we're we're going to be up and rocking in the morning. So I'll, I'll kind of like it at the same time because it does get everything out of the way early for us. So yep. then I can finally then just you know take a deep breath. Or we yeah. all can just relax, have a chat, have some you know, grab some lunch and have a beer or whatever. Yep. And then we could just watch the whole the rest of the whole show just unravel. All the greatness. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it gives you the rest of the day just to relax and be good, yeah. actually take in the festival and that's what it's all about. Talk with everybody. A lot of bands, a lot of artists yeah. there that I really want to see. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to be kind of stuck backstage, you know, you know, you know, warming an hour up before warming up when I when I could possibly be missing out on something I really want to see. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to being able to well obviously play, but then just see all these great bands who I never thought I'd be able to see. I never thought they'd come to Australia. What what sort of bands? Uh, off the top of your head. Okay, well there's a few which I'm really looking forward to. Uh there's a band called XYZ mm. um, from America. Um who else are they gonna be? There's going to be uh Firehouse, another American Rock band, I'm probably having to make you. Oh, you're, you're, you're going to visit all this stuff later, aren't you? You're yeah, going to be yeah. Spotify and this stuff later. So, <laughs> uh, there's a singer from a band called TNT. His name is Tony Harnell, mm-hmm. amazing vocalist. Uh, the other one is a vocalist from uh, a band called Vixen, which was an all is an oh, all yeah. female uh, band yeah. uh, from the '80s. They were amazing there, but she's coming out as her solo. I'm sure she'll be playing a lot of her Vixen songs as well, but yeah. um, with her own kind of band, like a solo kind of thing at the same time. So that's just that's just a few that I'm really looking forward to. Cool. Uh, yeah, another band. Well, actually, our guitarist, one of our guitarist, Anth, is in another band which is playing uh, on the festival as well called Warbirds. So obviously a local product there. They're always yeah. great to see. They're so professional, three-piece unit. Uh, amazing band there. So that's just and a few. There's going to be tons, but yeah, cool. look up you know melodic melodic rock festival Facebook or their or their, their website. Get the full listing on there. There's yeah, going to be a whole it sounds massive. Yeah, if you, if you don't know the bands, like you know, the power of the internet and Spotify, you know, yeah, just yeah. look them up and just check them out. Just check out a couple of songs here and there. You'd be surprised how clean, slick, polished, and amazing and wonderful these mm. bands all are. Well, your new track sounds great. Make Up Your Mind. Uh, checked it out yesterday and, uh, yeah, really, really awesome track. So I appreciate um, it. Where'd you record it? Um, ooh. Ooh, what's the name of the studio? Is it, It's in Altona. Put, putting you on the spot ago. here. Sorry? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I, ooh, I th- you have. Jeez. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, uh, I think it was called Color Sound. I think it was called Color Sound. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if it is still called Color Sound, down in Altona, I think off, just off Pierce Street. So okay. that was, uh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, great, great looking studio. Good, good, good vibes. You know, yeah, very old looking, uh, old studio. But you know, you don't have to have all the bells and whistles and all that. As long as nah. you've got, as long as you got the right people. Yes. With the uh, with the right gear. Yep. The right players and all, and just just 
good vibes all around. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I recorded the drums first, as we pretty much do these days. Drums tend to go in first. Mm-hmm. Uh, just record, like I said, recorded those two songs. So watch this space for that second one. But as far as um, just the whole recording process, just knock the songs out in in a few hours. You know, you always do like you know a few takes here, a few takes there. You want to get the best one out of all of them. Yep. Drums sounded amazing on on, on the day. Just you know. Pre, you know, without the microphones on, you just yeah, that, that's what you aim to achieve when you're yeah. You know, you want to have your instrument sounding perfect in the raw. Don't worry about all the extra. Don't worry about the engineer trying to tweak this and tweak that. Let's get it right first. Sounded great. I was happy. My drums, my cymbals, beautiful. And like I said, fortunately, the right people we had great engineers. We had the great the great ears listening to give us the product we wanted because cool. there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, drummers or not drummers, just engineers out there who want to really just go very digital on the sound, Yeah, you know, like you hear, like I was saying, you hear your drum kit in the raw, hear your instrument in the raw. And then you hear the later products like, oh my, my drum kit doesn't sound like that. <laughs> it just turned it into a robot. Yeah. You know, this thing, I can hear my kit. That's the beauty of it. That's what, that, that's, so you, you always aim to achieve that more organic sound. Obviously there's going to be, you know, you're going to lift things here and there, but you know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's about. You know, this is what I spend all my money, <laughs> put all my yeah. money into. I want to hear my drums. Yeah. And that would make you play better as well. Absolutely. You're happy yeah. With how it sounds as you're playing it for what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the drums were mainly done there. I believe the, um, I, I believe the uh, gu- guitars and the vocals were done at another venue. Yeah. Um, in Thomastown, our good friend. Chris Thamelko, who's an amazing engineer. Okay. Uh, he, did, he did the whole process for us. Um, he's got his own studio in Thomastown. And he oh, did all, right. uh, I believe that was all done there. So <laughs> I mainly just went in for my, for my drums, got out and- Leave it to the other guys. It, you, got, you guys figure out the rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is the first release for tear gas in 13 years. Is that okay. true? Again, you're putting on the spot again. Okay, so release, yes, yeah, so 2020 now. Wow. Oh, we're yeah. going to a very dark, t- very dark place now. Okay. <laughs> 2007. Yes, yeah. it was 2007. Yeah. Yep. Oh, do we have to, do we have to talk about that album? Or if EP? you want to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So taking a step back in time again. Yeah. How about I give you a little, okay, so I'll give you a little story. Right. This is how it is. Okay. So in <laughs> 2006, I was auditioning for tear gas. Many members had left. The, the only people who remained were uh, Al Gammy, the singer, yep. and Kyle Ross, the guitarist. So the process was, let's get the other guy. We need some new guys, right? So um, through one resource to another, they got my name. They said, hey, man, you want to come down and audition with us? I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. So I, I, got a, I had the CD of the what was the crazy EP. Which is what we're going to be playing a hell of a lot of at Melodic Rock Festival. So, what to the old the old tear ga- tear gas fans out there who know that oh, you're going to love this. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So I learned all that. You know, it's very melodic. It's rock. It's charged. It's got the arena vibe to it. Yeah, like oh, cool, cool. And that, that was my vibe at the time. I loved back at that time. I was loving bands. You know, I'm Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, Motley Crue. That's my vibe. Yep. So when I heard that, I'm like, man, these guys are awesome. I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> I hope I get. I hope I. I'm successful for this band because this is awesome. Yep. All right, so I learned everything. You, you got to go to rehearsal, be prepared. I'm not just going to rock up and learn things on the spot. There, you got to do, do it the right way. That you got to impress them straight off the bat. So I get in there, um, and Kyle's in there. He's a nice guy, nice tall fellow, awesome guitarist. And then Al rocks in, okay, and he's dressed in very dark clothing. Like mm. he's, you know, like he's got these little finger, finger gloves on, whatever they're called, you know, remember 2006, remember? Yeah. yeah. This is I've like, still got some of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole kind of, I'm like, I guess that's part of the whole 
metal emo goth, you know, um, what are they called? Hot topic kind yeah. of <laughs> kind of scene, right? But anyway, I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool. I, I don't know this guy from Bar or so, but no, he was a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy and everything. Um, and like, I'm, I'm all charred. I think I had a Warrant or a Manowar t-shirt on or something. <laughs> I can't remember, but I'm like 80s, man. And I've got this, you know, so I'm seeing, I'm, I'm getting a bit of a different vibe of what's going on. Anyway, he's saying, I said, yeah, I learned all the songs. We started playing all the songs and we started talking about how the sound of the band the whole dynamic and feel and basically the genre of the band is changing from that what we what i know arena rock to almost i believe what he had said at the time was at the time i didn't know who these bands were he wanted to go to like kind of avenge sevenfold kill switch engage kind of thing so i'm like oh okay yeah that's a bit of a chop. okay yeah to me i I don't know these yeah i don't know these bands i don't know any of these artists um um I'm like, okay, cool, cool. But anyway, in that first rehearsal, we did all the old crazy, uh, crazy EP stuff, and then we started just then obviously, okay, we tried le- writing a new song, you know, to see what I'm like writing new material. Yep. And it was great. In the in the one night there, they basically made the decision, yeah, you're our drummer. Sweet. Like, oh, great, awesome. This is fantastic. Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. I just wanted to be in a band, man. I, yeah. I was just like, I was so excited because I hadn't been in a band in a long time, and mm. yeah, I know what my skill was like, and like I said, I, what I thought I was getting into um, was exciting and, and all that stuff. But in the, end, in the end of the day, at the same time, I was like, okay, well, I don't know these other bands that they're trying to, I guess, be in the, in the same kind of genre as, uh, but okay, I'll give it a shot. Let's, uh, let's learn. Let's, yep. let's learn. I'm, 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 I'm a drummer uh, uh, or musician. I want to be open to everything. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> I went home and had to listen to these other bands. I was like, okay, I'm hearing things I like. Um, I'm not a big fan of this kind of screamy stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, you know, I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to join this band. They're good. They seem like good people yep. in this band. Uh, they've given me a chance. So I'm going to work my ass off for these guys. So yeah. So that cool. EP that we did, uh, we started writing all the songs and it came across really well. And I learned some new stuff. I started doing more double bass work. I wasn't really big. Okay. A, a very big double bass. I'm still not a very big double bass. Player, but I mean, I had to, I guess, get my chops up on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We wrote all these songs. We started playing all these gigs. Uh, We'd written, a, we'd written about five or six songs that year, 2006. And then towards the end of the year, we played at, another, at a festival. I think it was called Crew Fest. Mm. It was like a Motley Crew kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they had the Motley Crew tribute afterwards. Oh, I believe yeah, Al yeah. was in that again. Yeah, he, Al was singing all the Vince Neil stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we played the show and like people were excited to see Tear Gas, right? They hadn't seen Tear Gas maybe in a couple of years or whatever it was. They had a good following. The band had a, had a really good following So mm. at the time. So when we come back to this show and we played all this new stuff, yeah, it wasn't what they expected. Uh. Yeah. Like, I had a great time. I was like, oh, yeah, we're on stage. I'm having a great time. Like, I don't know any of these people in the crowd. I'm just playing to an audience. But obviously they knew the old tear gas crazy EP yep. thing, and it just was not oh. that. It's all part of the, it's the maturing thing as well. We were in, how old were we at the time? Early to mid-20s, wanting to try something different, try to fit into a scene. You know, it's all, it's all that kind of stuff mm. there. So I, I appreciate it for what it is because I understand, you know, you want to try and branch out and do new things and yeah. your interests change and your influences change or, or, or they evolve. So that's, what, that's where that was going to there. We've, we've often discussed about it we've all, and we've often said it probably just should have been a new band name. We should have changed. It shouldn't have even been Tear Gas. It should have just been... Just change the name, something different. Forget it. This is even tear gas is one thing. This should have been another. So, but anyway, we did and we did the uh, recording. Uh, we recorded it all in um, 2007 at uh, what was Com- Complex Studios in Thornbury. Uh, we had Roman Costa. Do you remember the band, the Red Shore, who have just actually reformed? Do you remember them? No. That would be, uh, I guess, they're kind of hardcore Aussie hardcore band. Okay. I'm going with that or metalcore. 
some sort of core, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they've got they've, they've actually reformed now. Right. Uh, but he was our guy back in 07 as well. And okay. Yeah, we had, a, we had a great time doing that. We released yep. it. We played to a new enough audience. We made some new new friends and new fans. Some of the old fans, even still, even though we were playing this abrasive, more abrasive style of rock, we still had some of the old people, older clans still come back. And, and you know, we made great friends out of them as well. Right. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, I think, they're all, <laughs> I think everybody's just a lot happier now. Um, once we disbanded or once we got back to do the uh, that melodic rock vessel in 2016 and we went back to the old content, <laughs> I think they were a lot happier. That we, uh, went so was it that. quite different, was it? What is- yeah, um, I don't think it's on... Is it on Spotify? I don't believe it's on Spotify. We just got the crate. Okay. <laughs> what we want to, I think what we want to be known as is what's on Spotify. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, Fair but enough. you know, it was a point in time and I love every moment of it because I, yeah. I made some amazing friends out of it. I'm still amazing friends with them. I got to try something different. I, I, all these years later, you know, this is third, you know, 13, 14 years later, they're, they're still my, my boys. Yeah. They're my mates. I talk to them all the time. I hang out with them all the time. There's so much I've taken out of that away from music that has mm. been so valuable to me and even my personal growth as well. Mm, okay. So it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. I'd be keen to hear it now that you've talked I will, about it. I will dig a copy <laughs> I want to hear somewhere. what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so that, that's where that went there. So. Right, okay. So back to sort of now what you originally or what the band originally was about, more melodic sort of. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah. you know, you, you, you're feeding off the vibes of like your Bon Jovi's, your Danger Dangers, yep. Dokken, 80s polished hard rock, you yeah. know, melodic, catchy, yeah? This this, this stuff, uh, the, the EP was called A Dark Obsession, this this 2007 release. Mm. Having said what I've said as far as it being, you know, heavier, abrasive, you know, a bit more screamy, whatever, a lot of the songs were pretty damn catchy though. Yeah. 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 They were very, very catchy, you know? that's I guess that's probably appealed a bit more to, to the- that emo-ish kind of market at the time, you know. Mm. Even I, you know, when I grew my hair long, I, you know, I uh, dyed my hair and I started wearing the eye makeup and all yep. that kind of stuff as well. Like again, for me, it was just cool. Yeah, it was a point. In, it was a, it was a point in time. It was a place in time. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you got a copy, I'd be keen to hear it now. I will dig one up and I'll <laughs> hand, awesome. hand deliver it to awesome. you, my friend. I would be honoured. <laughs> so um, you you were in another band there for a little while. Um, called Moment Apart. Moments Apart. Moments Apart. Yeah. Oh, man. What happened with that? If only that had taken off. Oh, what happened there? What happened there? I have to think about this. Okay, Tear Gas disbanded. Ah, I believe this is when we put when we put tear gas to bed. And this is it was this was the process of this, I guess what we call a change the changeover. Right. Yeah. The, passing of the baton into the next idea. Okay. So we did our last gig with Tear Gas in 2009. It was at, oh, sorry, 2000 and, uh, 2008 at Bang mm. or Next, one of those two. I can't, it was at the Thursday night one. Um, and we, you know, that was, we just kind of, that was basically just killing it off right there. Because we, we talked about it, said we want to go back to doing something that's kind of going to be, it's going to be hard rock, slick, but, he, but heavier. So almost kind of getting a bit of a mix between those, the two versions of tear gas, let's just say. Yeah. We want it to be catchy and melodic, but just be heavier, more heavier drive. I guess what you hear a lot in the, in the American kind of scene, like, kind of like your Alter Bridge oh, kind yeah. of style, you know, really good solos, really nice playing, layers, textures, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was like, yeah. I mean, I was totally full because I was into that. So I was just like, yes, this is great. Let's do this. Let's do this. So uh, we put that to bed. Now... Having said that, no, so yes, it was all the same guys as well. It was us four guys, same four guys um, in the band doing that, going from that version of Tear Gas into 
moments apart. So right. we did the writing and we released an EP back in uh, 20... It was recorded in 2011 and we released it in 2012. And these songs are great. Now, these are really good. This is something I can, I, I, I can still listen to every day. I, I think the songs are, are really fantastic. Um, it's got really good, really good playing on it. Uh, they're all very catchy. I think it was a, it was a four or five track EP overall. Uh, it's got a bit of everything. It's got your fast driving songs. It's got your, your kind of, I guess, your commercial or what you consider like real, very commercial kind of rock release. It's got the ballad on there. Yeah. Um, got to have lot, the ballad. Got to have, <laughs> got to sneak one in there, man. It's yeah. the payoff. You know? yeah. that, that's the absolute payoff on every, every EP or album. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, that was that album there. Now, what happened with now? I have to think about this one. We did the gigs in 2012, 2013, something happened in 2013. Oh, this is where it gets a bit personal, actually. Ooh, bring oh. it on. I had a bit of a rough, personally, I had a bit of a rough time end of 2012 and, and 2013. If I could just wipe 2013 off the map, that'd be fantastic. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's how you rise above, isn't yes. it? You know, so you kind of need to have that. I need. I needed to have that 2013. Okay, uh, I just had a bad. I was having just the world was felt like it was cashing, cra- oh, cashing in on me. Uh, <laughs> no, it, was, it definitely wasn't cashing. It, it was anything. It was more the opposite. Uh, it was crashing. It was just right. crashing. Uh, I, I was. I had a great job. I was with that band. I was uh, working a job that I loved. Um, I was working at uh, Alan, Alan's Billy Hyde Music, oh, yeah. and I was doing my teaching on the side. Yeah. And then I also. What was the other thing I was doing? And I was playing lots of basketball, yeah, yep. as I do. Ah, oh, my life was great. Band, working music, playing basketball, beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful girlfriend who's now my wife. So win-win there. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So look, things. But then all of a sudden, the world towards in that year, Alan's Billy Hyde went into. Oh yeah. Um, what are they called? Liquidation or receivership? Yeah. So that was going to be the end of that. Um, what else happened there? Towards the end of that year, I blew my knee out. Oh. Towards the end of the year, so I had to go uh, have surgery and miss a whole year of basketball. Oh shit! Um, a lot of the music, a lot of things that I loved doing were just gone. Just, just being, just like some of the fingers were just gone like that. And it's mm. like, okay, this is this is bad. I'm in a real kind of tough place. I can't do anything that I want to do. So I obviously had to find a new job. Yeah. I just found, you know, I needed something over summer. I just did some warehouse job for for a blinds company. Lovely people, no worries at all. But you know, obviously, it's it's not. No. Yeah, you know, I'm just doing this to fill a void and to pay yeah. bills. You know, doing that. Had to go have the surgery. Uh, earlier the next year and so forth. Um, a lot of things that I had. So in that process, obviously, I'm going through my, re- my rehab for my injury. I'm having to find a new jo- new work, new field of work and all that kind of stuff. Music, music. it was almost like it was a sign. I should never look at it as a sign. I looked at mm. it as a sign because it kind of felt like, but it did at the time. It was like, maybe this is the world telling me I need to evolve from this music. Maybe the music is now time to get away, you know? I, I, just, I was thinking about anything but music at the time. I was just trying to survive and get through this horrible injury and mm. trying to find, get my feet back on the ground in a job. There was no music job, no, no music retail job at the time because the, 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 it was all to do with the global economics. Remember yeah. when the dollar was at like a dollar five? Mm. Everyone was just buying stuff from overseas. Yeah. That's, what, that's what killed us. It killed a lot of, lot of business, you know? Yeah. So anyway, there was, no, there was no room for me to work in, in music because there was just nothing available pretty much in that regard there. I ended up, oh, here we go. Oh, speaking of life, life crashing down. Um, I took a chance on something, and you got to do it. That's life. You got to do it. I ended up working in property management. Oh, now this was offered <laughs> to me by a friend who works in real estate. Yeah. And, and, and I'm great. Look, in the end, I am grateful for, for, for the offer and and all that 
there and he sold it to me pretty well. It's like, you know, you'd be great at this, you know, you do this kind of stuff, you do that. And, you know, it all sounded great in the brochure, let's say, you know, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give this a shot. Yeah. Property management. I could then go into doing sales and all that kind of stuff, whatever, you know. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> um, I think I, I knew after maybe the first day of actually being in the job that, yeah, this wasn't going to be it. But, you know, you stick it out. You've been offered a job by your friend. He's given you a, a lease on life here. Yeah. You've got to do the right thing. I, I, you just got to, you know. So I, I didn't want to. I thought, okay, well, maybe things will pick up. and get, As I get more experienced, I'll, it'll pick up. It'll pick up. Uh, ugh, no, it just kept getting worse and worse. And I, I just, it just wasn't my my thing, right? No. So, you know, like I said, that year I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a suit for the first time in my life. Every day for a job. Look, I've never worn Looking sharp. Oh, looking as dapper as, as I can be, you know, as I can yeah. be. I don't know how dapper it was, but doing things like that was just, yeah, okay, that, that was, you, you wake up in the, I wake up in the mirror, I look at, I say, this ain't me, man. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just not who I am. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm shorts, baggy t-shirt and baseball cap dude, you know, yep. that, that, that's me and that's how I, have to be, but anyway, so that didn't last very long there. But anyway, I was away from music, and, and at the time, sorry, going back to the question of what happened with, with Moments Apart, I basically, with all the crap that was going on in my life, I basically just said, I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Fair and enough. the guys just didn't pretty much, they didn't want to get another drummer in there, they just didn't want to continue. Right. So, um, we did come back in 2014 okay. after a, um, a very motivating uh trip to Sweden. Oh. From myself and our singer Alistair, yeah, uh, we went to Sweden Rock Festival in 2014, Ooh. and it just got the juices going oh, again. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, "Oh, I think I want to get back into this now. You yeah. know, I want to get back into doing this." So, uh, yeah, so we recorded a song, we played one or two extra shows, but then after that, it kind of fizzled out again. Fair again, enough. it's uh, as we were talking before the podcast about us getting older and doing new <laughs> different things and having families and working these jobs and not being able to commit to it. It kind of fizzled out there. Yep. So. That's what happened with that there. Okay. It could have been something fantastic. I think the music is fantastic. The band, all the guys in the band, because most of the guys are still the ones I play with, are fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. But anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. And tear gas is back. <laughs> so, Part of the journey. It is, it is, it is a, it is a um, now that we're talking about it, it, it's amazing, like, from my perspective, as how all these different versions of tear gas happen, and you're bringing up moments apart. Mm. Um, you know, I think back with tear gas again, like, you asked me this question and, and I'm bringing this all up. It's kind of like, wow, this is actually quite a damn journey. Yeah. How it's gone from here to there and everywhere else. It's mm. like, wow, you got to embrace it, don't you? You, you got to embrace every, every journey and, and all the steps you take. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't – you sort of just walk through it sometimes and don't reflect on it that much. Or like if someone asked me about, you know, 2012 and 13, I don't think I could re- really recall it too much of it. Mm. So I'd have to really think about it and wow. – uh, because you just sort of walk through it and leave it behind you a lot of the time, but you sort of got to take it in as you're going and accept it. And uh, um, I don't know. It's yeah. It's all it's all part of where you are now and where you're going, really. Absolutely. And you should never, like I said about 2013, how I said if I could just raise that. You yeah. Know, yeah. In, in some small part, of course, I absolutely do. Yeah. But um, you need things in life to challenge you and to battle harden you. Mm. And for you to find out where you want to go with your journey. Mm. There's different steps. There's different roads everywhere. Which one do I take now? Mm. You might have many options. You know, you might take that one there. It might be the wrong one, but you know what? You don't have to keep going down that road. Mm. Okay. Let's just, you know, reevaluate. See how We're, it goes. See and... how we go now, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, that's the journey we all go on. This mm. has been a, a great musical journey yeah. overall, uh, playing with 
great people and meeting lots of new new friends, making meeting new people and making new friends overall. Yeah. So it's good. So you blew out your knee. So obviously you wouldn't have been able to play drums. Yeah. For- uh, yeah, I hadn't been once I blew it out. Um, I still played a couple of shows before the surgery. I think I had to wait about three months before I had the surgery, um, which is probably best case scenario because there are people who have done injuries like this and have to wait, you know, 12, 18, Mm. 24 months. Mm, Uh, In this case, thank goodness for paying the the premium on um, – Health insurance. Uh, yeah, private health insurance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, yeah, I said I got to do this. Yeah, I had to get it done. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah um, once it was prior to the surgery, I played a couple of shows, and yeah, like especially when you're doing double kick stuff, yeah, you're really feeling the strain yeah. on your knee. Uh, but it was okay. It's, I got through it there. But afterwards, once you're rehabbing, I couldn't really do that for uh, only two, two or three months, whatever it might be. Okay. But, but like I said, in that time overall, I was just concerned about – um, getting getting healthy, getting yeah. getting 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 stronger again, and my focus was to get back to basketball. Yeah, that's that's the other. I, I was thinking more. You know, I only just play. You know, the, the, it was playing the Thursday nights or the Sunday nights, whatever it was back then. And it's that's what my focus because when you get told, how old was I at the time? Thirty, almost thirty years old, and I'd already blown this knee out once before. Mm. It's kind of like, yeah, you may have to start considering even once you're rehabbed, maybe. This could be it, yeah. you know, especially at my age now. Yeah. And I didn't want to believe that. So my folk, when they told me that, it was like, nah, nah, nah I'll show you. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm going to be even stronger this time. So that's yeah. where a lot of my focus was yeah. before music. You know, I wanted, I, knew, I wanted to get, I wanted to, just so I can run around and play with my friends. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that was, that was it, you know. Yeah. It's hard on the knees basketball, isn't it? Oh, it is. Absolutely. Are you man. still playing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> killing like, it. Oh, well, I'm doing my best. I had a few injuries last, a little uh, soft tissue injuries last year. So I'm, uh, I've actually joined up with, um, oh, I was, I was rehabbing a lot, but you know, once I get back, I'd hurt, I'd be feeling those niggles again. So I've actually joined up to the almighty uh, F. 45 gyms. I don't know if you've heard of those. No. There's a lot of them around. There's pretty much one in every suburb these days. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just like fast, functional fitness, cardio, resistance, whatever it might be. So I'm, I said, start. I'm sick of getting injured all the time. Yeah. I need to actually get my body worked. So I'm going to F45 now. And cool. I go, that was there this morning and I'm stuffed. I could couple of I even was able to walk up to your driveway because yeah. <laughs> my legs are cooked. <laughs> uh, so doing that. And so I can then be a beast on the basketball court. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. <laughs> so, so how many good things. How many nights a week are you playing? Uh, well, <laughs> it's meant to be two nights a week, but uh, with all these tear gas rehearsals that have come up, oh, I yeah. am not playing another game for another five weeks, which oh. is really annoying me because I played the one game, then all of a sudden we got these rehearsals lined up. So to my dissatisfaction, <laughs> um, I'll be back pretty much after Melodic Rock Festival. So oh, okay. yeah, see me, catch me at a court near you, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dunks and all. All right. <laughs> so you, over the years, you've played with a couple of mutual friends of mine. Darren oh, yes. And Jared and Daniel. Oh, boy. Daniel. Oh boy. Those guys. Those guys. Huh? How about those guys? <laughs> huh? We've shared a lot. Yeah. And, you know, just like with the music, basketball has brought many friendships. Yeah. Sports, you know, it's social. It's just that's socializing, you know. Um, you know, sports and music create a lot of enemies as well. I've been fortunate that I've had a lot, a lot of people that I've dealt with all the time, I've been able to have uh, long, uh, long, long-standing friendships mm. with overall, and it's been great. You know, I still play basketball with those guys. That you know, it was two thousand and it was two thousand and one when I met old mate Dan. Yep, Dan Crick. Yep. Then after that, I think a year after that, I started playing basketball with a couple of other brothers, and then you know, they met Darren and you know, and all those guys Jared. there, as well. and, yeah. and Jared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. What you're in now, 20, gee, 18 years later, like nine, 19, yeah. 18, 19 years Shit. later, 
I still see those guys on the on the reg. Yeah. You know, and they're great. Yeah. You know, and everything's like you know we still have a little get together, whether it be like a party or you know a function, like a wedding or whatever it might be. You know, we're still in that circle. Yeah. And it's great. You know, as we get older, like like we we're saying before, you don't get to see each other like you used to. Having basketball gives you that outlet to do that mm. weekly because you have to commit to it. Well, I will after melodic rock festival. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, it's just a, it's it's a great thing to have that. You know, they'll they'll always be. You know, they're always going to be people you can you can talk to and depend on. You'll always have a good conversation with them. You'll always check in with them how they, how their life's going. Mm. You know, what's going on, what's changed. You know, yep. it's great, isn't it? Must be hard on the body. <laughs> like, basketball. I know with Darren, like he's done both his shoulders. Oh, I'm like, yeah. man, how do you still play basketball? Like, you know, he's really fucked his shoulders. I haven't. Uh, He's not playing with us on on Sunday, so is he still playing? Uh, yeah, he's still playing. Yeah. Oh, all the yeah. There you go. I don't hey, know all what, the power to him. Yeah. Good so, on your Daz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get to hospital one of these days and get his shoulders done. Oh, uh, you can't you can't stop him, mate. You just got to. Oh, you, you can't stop him when you when you when you just brought up in it. How do you you know? The, the, they'll the sport will retire them before they retire from the sport. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I you think know? so. I think yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just just how it is. You know, I, I tried stopping uh, back in 2015. I stopped. I tried to stop playing basketball. I just um, a lot of things were going on. I had a few other little changes in my life in 2015, and um, you know, again, I, I love the guys, but I wasn't loving playing basketball. And I don't know what yeah. it was, and, I, and my performances were just garbage. I was like my head just wasn't there, and right. um, it took about six months before I said, "Oh, I miss basketball. <laughs> I'm yeah. going back." So I'm like, you know what? You can't take it out of me. Yeah, this is going to. You're gonna to have to take it away from me. You know, for me to 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 not be able to do it anymore. That's it now. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go until I until I'm done. That's it. Just yeah. let's just keep rolling. Yeah, I think music's <laughs> like that too, isn't it? It is. Yeah, and again, conversation we were having before yeah. as well. I mean, with with things that pop up in life, it's just the aging aging of life, new job, new family, new yeah. commitments, whatever it might be. We start out being so hopeful as a teenager living at home with mum and dad and being and just work on our mm. craft and yeah that, that's the that is the absolute optimum optimum time to do it that yeah. put the time in when you're when you're a kid you know yeah. you haven't got any responsibilities you're not paying rent you're not paying any fees you're not paying yeah paying nothing right yeah so go hard at it even in your early 20s you know you can finally get a car and you can drive to rehearsal yeah. you can then commit more now great this is great we're seeing some progression Get a bit older, oh, meet a meet a nice guy or girl, you know, uh, and start something there. Mm. Yeah. But then later on, you know, once all that's happened, then you've taken all that time off. I I know so many people who are in their late thirties or forties, whatever, who have now, you know, the kids have started to grow up. You know, yeah, the job's secure. No worries, just it's a job now. I make my money. I do my thing. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind getting picking up those drumsticks, picking up that yep. guitar again, and doing it. And I'm seeing a lot of these these guys and girls back on the scene mm, again. It's like, yeah. this is awesome, man. Yep. It always comes around. It'll, your passion will never leave you. No. It just can't. You're, you're, going to, you're going to go back to it one way or another. Yeah, it doesn't really leave you. Um, like you were saying with the basketball, you know, you take a break. You might take a break for a while, but the urge to get back out there, if your body enables you to, you're going to get back out there. I think and it's have important. I think those breaks are important. Yeah. If you, I mean, you do love something, you know, yeah, look, you're, you can get tired of it. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you lose you're your way lo- a bit. You can lose your way a bit. Sometimes you just need to walk away from it, not walk away from it entirely, but just yeah, to say, just put it down. For I need a, bit. a break. I need to just kind of realign, rebalance, refresh, whatever yeah. it might be. 
Always and go back to it. Yeah. Come back fresh and uh, renewed. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that way now. Like I said, I had yeah. little injuries last year and I'm thinking, geez, maybe my body's telling me something. Yeah. Maybe it's, yeah. It, the body's basically telling telling me, you need to get strong. <laughs> get your ass in the gym. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> go, go work. And yeah, I'm feeling, I've been doing this F45 thing for about six weeks now. And yeah. I just, I, I'm, a, I'm almost, I'd say I'm addicted to it. I love this So thing. what is it? Is it all just cardio? Uh, there's cardio classes. So yeah. it's like 45 minutes and it's just bam, in, you're just in there. A cardio kills you you are i am left just gasping for air by the end of it right um you go as hard as kind of go as hard as you want within a certain time yeah uh you know when <laughs> i made the, i made the mistake when i first did, I, I signed up for the trial end of last year and i was excited you know I, I knew my fitness level wasn't the greatest but i was like i was so charged i couldn't wait I couldn't wait just to get in there just 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 go nuts right and i went way too hard way too early <laughs> And like within about 10 minutes, I think I actually, to be honest, when we're doing the warm ups, you know, just like, you know, kind of star jumps and little jogging on the spot, I was like, oh, geez, I'm sorry, man. oh, God, we haven't even started yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're already out of breath. Uh, but yeah, with 10 minutes in, I am dying. Yeah. I'm like, I am just going to have to go at absolute crawling space right now. I am, I, I, I just need to get, just get to the end, just complete this thing. Okay. So now I know exactly where I am. Yeah. Fitness was, and it wasn't. It was a horrible wake up call. Yeah. Um, second one I went to, I'm like, okay, again, I just want to, I just want to get to the end. I don't want to. Okay, just yeah, take a step back a little bit, space it out a little. Yeah, and I reckon by the last maybe five minutes or so, I was, I was starting to really gas out. But I was like, oh, that's better than dead in the first ten minutes. You yeah. Know? And now it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm pushing it. So I've gotten through it all. Good. Now when I do it, it's just like, okay, now, now I can kind of up my reps per like little station that you go to because the different exercises all around. So, okay. so now it's like, I'm starting to see that I'm going harder now. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, on yeah, once it's all done, I'm just like, I'm flat on my ass. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> just, uh, yeah so it's good. Yeah. So I, I, I love doing the cardio more because I love running, jumping, all that kind of, you know, basketball-y kind of stuff, you know, because yeah, it's yeah. got the familiarity to what you do on a basketball court. Weights, I suck or resistance training, I absolutely suck. Because I'm not, I've never really been a weights guy apart yeah. from the legs when I had all the, the, surg- the, the rehab for the surgery. So um, I'm still trying to find out what my comfortable weight is. I think I'm, I'm yeah, I probably need to go a little, a little, a little heavier on the next one now. But it's, I'm just trying to find that sweet spot there. But yep. it's all good stuff. It all helps the body. It's all health and fitness. So, so it, it can't be harming. It's going to be good. It's going to be good for you. So it helps with uh, basketball and drumming. Oh well, it, it it really helped with basketball. I noticed it um, a few weeks ago when I played two two games in a row. I did. I remember I did F45 in the morning on, on a on a sun. I'm trying to think now. On a Sunday morning, and then I played basketball that night with, mm. with our old mates there and practically around the whole game. My side to side movement was really sharp. Yeah. Like I felt like I was 10 years younger again. I was get, I was at, I wasn't letting guys just walk past me. My running up and up and down the court, my fitness self felt really good. I'm doing, doing a good promo for F45. At the moment, <laughs> so I should pass this on, this podcast yeah. on to them. I'll let them know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, things like that. And I was like, I was pretty stuffed by the end, but I realized I'd actually been running really hard in this game without a break, no subs either. Then the next morning I went to F45 again. Shit. And then I played a 10 o'clock game, 10 p.m. game that night there. Full game again. Oh, my body's like, I've done a lot of work. In the, you know, that's a lot of work in two days I've already done. Yeah. Ended up with about 23 points. Um, and I was, my legs were starting to just wobble by, <laughs> by the end. But again, I was going, I'm starting to yeah. feel when I'm, when I'm fitter, I'm, I'm obviously performing better. Mm. So this, that's what this is about. So I kicked ass in those two games there. And I haven't played since. So, okay. <laughs> so uh, but I've been doing the F45. Right. So I'm like, okay, good. So in five weeks, when I go back 
to be bought, which I, I just can't wait. Yeah. Let's see how we go. Yeah. Hopefully I don't get injured. Yeah. Well, touch wood. All right. So let's see how we go. So how many days a week are you doing this F45? Three, three, three to four days. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I just love it. It's up the road for me. It's three minutes up the road. Yeah. Um, and I just, just go hard. Again, you go as hard as, as you want. Like some, you know, you wake up, you don't wake up every day feeling the same, do you? No, you know, no. Like some of you just feel just a bit, bit, bit flat, a bit yep. tired. You might be, you might be supercharged. Yeah. 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 Go, works both ways. Yeah. Um, Important thing is just get in there and do it. Yeah. You know, you're still doing something. If you've got sweat dripping off you at the end of it, you've done something. Yeah. That's what someone said. Like, the, you know, a lot of people avoid any sort of exercise. Like, the hardest part is to actually just start doing it. Once you start doing it, you're off and running and then you just go with it. But yeah. you just got to get past that step of actually getting yourself to, to do something. That's all then, it is. Yeah. It's, it is so true. It, it is tough. Even, even like, I, I love it. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I'll set my alarm in the morning. For the morning, I'll wake up. And I'm like, oh, I still have to get out of bed. I have to get out of bed now. I'm so tired. I'm so comfortable. It's cold outside. Well, not lately. It's been pretty warm. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know usually, you know, in the past, you know, in the past, it's been, you know, winter, when, when, when it gets hard. to winter, oh, geez, are we going to go when it comes to winter, you know? Yeah. So, but just get in there and just go. The vibe's really good. Yeah. When you get in there, vibes is just fantastic, and you're ready to go. So mm. it's literally snap of the fingers kind of stuff. Yeah, and you just turn it on and just get in there and, and do it. You know, yeah. anything do anything you do is better than as long as you do something. It's better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. Well, last year was probably the most unfittest year I've had, and I noticed it. Um, you know, I just sort of I, I was busy with work and music. No, no busier than previous years, but I don't know. I think I, I delved further into it, which took me away from physical exercise. So I've, I sort of got unhealthy and I, um, you know, I, try, I stayed off the booze for the most part. Yeah, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. But then I hit it sort of in December again and I'm kind of still trying to come out of that. But I've also been exercising more. So I'm Very good. positive and a negative. I'm like, well, I've got to pick one here. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. To yeah. go the full alcohol route, which I don't want to do. Um, so, yeah, I've been trying to get back into a lot more exercise, but I'm hesitant to get to a gym. So I've got a little gym in the garage there yep. that I've set up um, with weights and um, some sort of treadmill-y thing, yep. uh, which I'm really enjoying. I'm, you know, breaking out into huge sweats. So yep. I'm Very achieving good. something, like you said. Are, are, you, um, uh, are you motivated to do it? I to am. To continue to do it? Yeah, I am. I'd like to get to a gym and that's why I'm sort of interested in what you're talking about now. Yeah, well, this, again, I'm going to continue this shameless plug here. You yeah. know, this is, it, it, um, I don't, obviously don't work for them or anything. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm talking about how much I just love this place. So yeah. these are fantastic because- Look, I hate gyms. I, I, I do. Like, if I Me walk too. into, I, I, I kind of don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Whereas here, you just get in and go. And there's mm. always trainers. There's heaps of people around you, mm. whether they're completely out of shape or, you know, elite fitness, whatever it might be. Everyone's there to work. Everyone's yep. there for a purpose, you know? Yep. And it's good because you can do your cardio. You can do your strength. And you feel really damn good afterwards. Everyone's mm. high-fiving each other and all that, you know? They don't really like the music. It's just constant doof, doof, doof all the time. Mm. If they put some you know, anthrax or Slayer on, it might yeah. be different. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this is how just, I got back into Shadows Fall recently. Ah, there you go. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, there you go. Just, <laughs> to the power of music. Yeah. yeah. So if you put something fast, yeah, obviously like, you know, but in the end of the day, it's just the music. It, yeah. Sometimes I do some things timed to the beat of the music. So it, it works in that regard there. You kind of use it as a bit of a metronome rather than an actual song, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just things like that. And everyone's just, 
it, 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 you're in there, you're locked in. That's it. You're, you're trapped now. You're stuck in there. So yeah. just go, just go for it. It's, you know, I, I find if I kind of go to a gym, I'm like, okay, well, I've done this, but you kind of want to, should I do more? Do I, where should I go now? Unless you've got like a personal trainer there um, to help you out. Obviously, that's what's going to set you on your merry way. Yeah. But uh, just, yeah, these are really, really uh, just very social overall. And okay. everyone, because everyone's just working hard and you, you'll see yeah. Big difference. Classes every day, morning, night, you name it. So yeah, okay, yeah, twenty four hours these days, aren't they? The the gyms. There's yeah, well, the no... gyms are. Yeah, these classes are pretty much either just the morning groups in the morning. Mm. Like our one is, they have classes from nine till not, and then one at sorry, sorry, one at five in the morning. There's like six, seven, then nine thirty, I think something like that, and then they start back up again at like five or six o'clock to about seven o'clock. So yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so these are good. There. They're all instructed and everything. So like I said, the vibe's good. Yep. All the equipment's there. They run you through it. Get your butt in there and work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's heaps of gyms around here. I remember I went to, I moved around here about six years ago and I went to a gym and, you know, I'm not immune to weights or exercise. I've always done it. Um, and, you know, I'll look back now at some photos and I've been in really, really good shape actually. Um from time you look good. You're looking trim. From doing weights. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to – I went to a gym. You know, it's like four bucks to get in. Yep. And I walk in there and there's these fucking mountain <laughs> guys in there, just just huge guys. And I'm like, oh, this is why I don't go to gym. And I walk straight back out again and I haven't been back to a gym since. A bit intimidating, was it? Well, I guess so, yeah. Nah. You know, I, I like to be in my own space. That's probably – that's a big part of it. You know, I don't – um, a bit self-conscious and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so I've never been back to a gym since then. And, uh, but yeah, that's why I've sort of got a bit of a setup here at home. But I find when I get into a good exercise routine, you know, it helps my music and my singing yes. as well. So it does work even though it takes time away from another, it actually helps me. So I'm trying to take that mindset and, you know, even when I'm working out, like, I probably really want to be playing guitar or singing, but I've got to tell myself that, well, this does help still with that. Absolutely. So Healthy body, healthy mind. Exactly. That's yeah. what it's all about, you know? It's, yeah. You wake up in the morning, you know, a lot of us get up in the morning and then make a cup of coffee or whatever, you know, yep. have some brekkie and go sit back on the couch. Mm. Ah. It's not much going on, is there? You know, ah. get up in the morning, have your coffee. I have a coffee still before I go to F45 and then out the door and then work up a sweat. Yeah. And then it sets you up for your day, doesn't it? Yeah. Once you the body's awake now. Oh, yeah, but you know? it is after that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Just you're you're awake now. It's like, oh, I don't really feel like going back to bed or just chilling out on the couch. Like I'm 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 alert. Yeah. So mental alertness. Yeah. You get a lot more done. And I bet you sleep better too. Oh yeah, I'm I'm wrecked. I'm I, yeah. <laughs> I usually go to bed. It's more to do with my schedule, just my how my schedule works. Because I, I I mainly start teaching from about three o'clock and go to about ten o'clock. Uh, so that's how my day works. You know, I don't do nine to five. So, yep. you know, people do nine to f- a lot of people do nine, do nine to five and, and a lot of people are in bed by, you know, usually 10, 11 o'clock, yep. whatever. Me, um, it's 1, 2 a.m. Oh, that's just right. how the, my body works. Yep. But now I'm noticing, yeah, it's like if I've gone to the gym that day, yeah, like uh, I'm starting to see that once kind of like midnight's, even still midnight, <laughs> <laughs> it's still late enough. Uh, midnight's coming, I'm, I'm starting to feel the gas. Yeah. You're gassed out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The tear gas. The tear gas. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, cool. 
Now you're a teacher, drum teacher I as am. well. Yes. So your school, or is it still Luchador Music? Luchador. I just, I just simply many, many, many years ago, I just called it Luchador Music. Yeah. I didn't call it Luchador School of Drumming or Drums, Luchador's Drum School or whatever. Just kept yeah. it open. Just kept the Luchador Music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Luch is your nickname. Luch. Well, Luch is just the shortened, I guess, for Luciano. Yeah. Um, many band people have just. Called me Luchador over the years, yeah. so I kind of like the I guess the, the Mexican the Mexican wrestler Luchador. Luchador. Yeah, um, I'd always spelt my name as there's a, there's a probably a million ways you can spell Luch, you know, but I like the spelling of L O C H. I don't know, it just kind of looked slang, I guess. I yeah. don't know, whatever nicknamey, I guess very nickname like. Yeah. Then I just put Luch, then just made that as Luchador, put it in there. I don't I don't know if I was. This was a long time ago, so I don't know if I was just trying to be a smart ass or if I thought, oh, wow, what a great idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I just rolled, just, just ran with it. And, yeah. uh, and I'm going to continue. It's been 11, 11 or 12 years, whatever it was, mm. when I came up. I was like, I thought about changing the name, but Luchador Music, let's roll it. Yeah, it is what awesome. it is now. So you've got a lot of um, drum students. That's mainly what it is, yeah, of yeah. All ages or? All ages. Anything ranging from the age of uh, f- five years old mm. to. Up to about the sixties, yeah. yeah. Not, not to be specific, we're in the, in the sixties. Yeah, we'll yeah. go there. So, uh, I teach a couple of nights. I did a lot of, I did a little bit of moving and shaking around uh, over the uh, the off season, over summer. I am teaching from my studio in Oak Park on Mondays and Wednesdays. I have about ten students a night there uh, per or per night. So, and then I also teach at Caroline Springs School of Music, cool. which is in, uh, obviously in Caroline Springs. <laughs> there. Uh, and uh, that's on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. Oh, yeah. and I teach a little bit at home on a Saturday as well. So, oh, right. yeah. so five and a quarter days, let's yeah, just say. Yeah. On. Yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. It's, it is my passion. It's what I enjoy doing. It's what I, uh, set out to do many, many years ago all by accident. Okay. Really by accident, to be yeah. honest. Um, I filled in a day of teaching at a at a school. Remember uh, Main Street Music in Greensboro? Yeah, yeah. Yes, back in the good old whoa. days. Yes, whoa, <laughs> dude. 2006, that was. Right. Uh, I had actually stopped playing drums at that time. I stopped playing music. I just, what was I then? 23, 20, 22, 23 years old, whatever. I just wasn't doing anything in music at kind of that point there. Yeah. Because uh, I used to get lessons there. They called me up and said, oh, we need a teacher going for a Saturday. Can you come fill in? I said, look, I'm... Uh, I haven't played. I've never taught before. Um, I've got a couple of books. That's about it. But they're like, yeah, 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 we just need someone to do, teach five students on a Saturday. I'm like, oh, I'll come in. Yeah. And I was between jobs at the moment. I was, I was trying to get out of a job that I was hating at the time. So I said, okay, this would be a good excuse to just to get rid of this current job. Yep. I taught for that two and a half, three hours, whatever it was. Loved it. Right. Okay. Oh, man. I thought this is great. Yeah. I could have taught these kids anything and they yeah. would have believed it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did due diligence, so yeah. that's fine. No, but no, no, I knew my stuff and I just, yeah, it was like, it was a bit nervous. I didn't know what to expect. Never taught anyone drums before. I remembered how to read. I was always a very good reader. Um, I just had to explain it to them and that yeah. was good there. And yeah. that was in the same year that I, in that same time, I was like, I might get back on the drums myself now. Mm. In the same year, and only a month later, this is when I had the tear gas audition. Okay. So talk about a to- talk yeah. about opportunities presenting themselves. You yeah. know, yeah. So yeah, anyway, yes, yeah, so I've been do- all in all been teaching for about fourteen years. Cool. Um, absolutely love my job. I love all my students, yep. kids, the adults, 
everybody. They're all great. They all work hard. Yeah. I've got a very good crew. I um, couldn't be happy with the way it's going at the moment. They're awesome, all just great. Man. And they all have, we all work towards our goals. Everyone has different styles and flavors and mm. uh, uh, different things they want to do to get. And I hope that I'm catering to meet their needs. Yeah. yeah. Well, you must be if they keep coming back. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. And your students keep, you know, getting more and more. Well, that's more what it's about. Students. You know, that's what it is. I, 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 I don't teach everybody the same way. Um, I, I obviously in the beginning you, you kind of do. You got to you got to give them the, the basics. I yeah. guess. You got you, you got to get them started. Um, but then, then after that, soon after that, I'm it, it's everyone's. They've all got different influences, and then they're there for a different reason. So you got to you got to just kind of put them here, there, and everywhere. So that's what makes it keeps it interesting for me. If I was to teach every kid the same or every student the same way, one after the other, oh man, I'd be bored. I'd just be I'd just be robotic. Yeah, it it, it wouldn't be inspiring to me. Students inspire me. Yeah. They do. The students inspire me because they tell me what they what, what they might be into or what they want to get to. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me research that now. Let yeah. me let me find out how I can how I can help get you there. So it's always so there's always something new for me to learn as well. So they're presenting mm. me with a, a bit of a challenge too. Does that take you back to where you were at when you started learning? And I always think about I always yeah. think about how I. Was and still am when mm. I'm getting when I when I'm getting lessons. I still get a lesson here and there, obviously to kind of just brush up on some things and yeah. some some new stuff. Um, it's always good to have different voices, you know, for myself. Yeah. But yeah, I think back to when I when I when I was playing. The one thing you never any teacher, no teacher, I've had about solid solidly. I've had a lot of you know uh, one lesson off teachers here and there, but I guess solidly from from any teacher that I've had, especially from the five probably the five solid teachers I've had, none of them ever had to tell me to go practice. Mm. None of them. Mm. As soon as I was done in my lesson, getting home, hey, jeez, even in, even, even in the car, if mom, you know, when I was younger, mum was driving me back home. You know, I'd put the book out on the, um, uh, what, what do you call it, the, 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 dashboard. Car, the dashboard there, yeah. and I'd be doing the sticking, you know, whatever, you know, doing your paradiddles <laughs> or, you know, whatever it might be. I, I'd be, I was already ready to go. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, then as soon as I got home, I'd be on the drum kit doing, yes, I could do this. Look at me go. I'm, I'm fantastic. You know, yeah, cool. <laughs> I just loved it. I yeah. just gravitated to the drum, to the drum set. Well, you've got that energy about you that yeah. a drummer needs. <laughs> I'm almost, the way I talk, my hands are always moving. It's like I'm just air drumming all the time. You yeah. know, so I'm keeping my chops fresh all the time. You yeah. know, it's just, it, it's, it's something I've just loved doing. So you never had to tell me to practice. I remember, I remember just one, there was one week years ago where I had, uh, I, I, I didn't practice in the week because I had schoolwork or had my sports I was doing or families, I don't know, whatever it was, right? And so from the Monday to, to the next Monday, because I remember I had lessons on the Monday when I started, I walked into my lesson, I had my head down, I was just, oh, and I was nervous. Because I, te- I, I said to my teacher, his name's Charlie, um, I said, Charlie, I am so sorry. I didn't get, I, I had so much stuff, I did not get to practice. I, I, I didn't mean to. Like, you know, I was so apologetic. I felt so bad that I didn't practice. Yeah. You know, he was like, don't worry, man. Relax. Relax. It's all good. You know, for, for me, you know, obviously, because to see me feel that way, yeah. you know, feeling guilty that I didn't practice. It wasn't like, you know, oh, yeah, look, I didn't practice this week, you know, or you know, just playing my, you know, PlayStation game. You know, I got stuck on this level. You know, I don't want to hear that. You know? mm. Yeah. It's like, okay. I don't tell kids to practice. That's one thing I don't do. But you either you, do it or you don't. You, you either want to or you either want it or you don't want it. Okay, I'll check in. You know, yeah, I will check in. I'll say, oh, you know, hey, hey. I'll say, how'd you go with with the practice this week? Mm. But I won't say. I won't hammer the idea yeah. of practicing to anyone. I want to know how much you want it. Mm. 
Do yeah. most of them? They do. They do? Yes. Yeah. The ones that don't? You can tell. Yeah. Okay. okay. No worries. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's fine. Yeah, look, I understand. You miss a week here, you miss a week there. Look, yeah, that's, that's just how it is. I understand. We do get busy. But mm. when it becomes a, a habit where you're yeah. doing less, you know, when you're doing less than what you really should be, mm. you really, you're telling me you really care about this, but you're not putting the work in? But Come on. How, how, can I, how can I, you know, how can I believe in you? I <laughs> guess it's up to the parents as well. Like for kids, like if they're putting the money in to get their kids ab- Absolutely. Ab- 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 absolutely there. You know, like I would want, if I, anything, not just drums, anything yeah. you do. I'm, as, we, as we've spoken, I'm big on my sports. Mm. I didn't just go to training and play the game, you know, for basketball. Man, I was at home working on my free throws, working mm. on my jump shot, working on my drill, in my, in my driveway. Yeah. You've got to put that work in. Yeah. That, that lesson, you know, well, in that case, you know, basketball training, that's, that's it's valuable. You're yeah. learning the skills and the skills, the drills, the plays, the fitness, whatever it might be. But you've got to go. It's everything else in the back end you've got to work on. Yeah. You know? That's um, up to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, look, I mean, I don't. Maybe when I started teaching, you know, definitely when I started teaching, I was always about, yeah, you got, you know, I want you to practice you know, 20 minutes a day or you know, for you know, four days a week or whatever. You know, I'm, still, I'm still mentally keen on that idea. Yeah. Um, but once we've done the work, okay, I tell, okay, so over the week, man or girl, <laughs> um, work, on this, what, work on this in the week, okay? Let's get this tip top by next week. Yeah, cool, cool. That's the understanding there. The rest is up to you. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's all good. But like I said, for the most part, it's, it's, I, I challenge, like I said, it's that challenge of me seeing how much do you really want it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We've had fun in the lesson. I hope it's been inspiring and very and educational as it, as it all should be. But let's, now it's up to you. I want to see what you're going to make of it now. Mm. You're saying you want to, you know, play in a band or you want to do recordings or you want to get on stage or you just want to, you just want to be better. Mm. Show me. Yeah. Prove it. Show yourself as well. Yeah. Because I'm sure they yeah, notice absolutely. when they're getting better. Do it for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm here to work with you. I, 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 like I said, like you're presenting me with a challenge to help get you better in a certain area. Yeah. Whether it's um, finding new styles of music or finding song charts or me taking the time in the back end, having to write up new, new things over the week. You know, I'm, I'm doing, we've got to work as a team here. I, mm. I, I, I always talk about, Music lessons as, as, as a partnership, as teamwork. Yeah. Okay. I'm not just the teacher and you're the student and you do as I say. I'm not like that. I don't, I don't run the show. I'm not the author. I've never been an author. What? Authoritarian? Is that the, yeah. I've never, authoritarian. I've never, authoritarian. Thank you for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, me, not speak, me not speak it in English. Don't ask me yeah. how to spell it though. That's all right. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't like that. And yeah, a lot of the parents say, well, I get along very well. I get along super well with all the parents and all the students. Yeah. It's the understanding that I want there, that, that we are, we are a partnership here and I'm not going to get mad at you for anything, but I want you just to work with me. I'm working with you as much as you're working with me. Mm. So that's great, let's win man. this thing. Let's, yeah. let's win this thing. Let's, let's tick off these boxes. Let's, yeah. let's make you better, okay? Yep. Sorry, was that the thing I was going to say? I could just yeah. keep going all day. I do apologize. I do just, or I just, I just go off into these little tangents. Go for it, man. That's, yeah. why, we, that's why you're here. The other thing. Oh, thank you. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. It's a good analogy. <laughs> for as long as you want to be. Oh, beautiful. I'm loving it. I'm having a great time, man. I appreciate <laughs> this. Yeah. Uh, it's probably, it, it, it's, it's almost therapeutical for me because uh, this, what I'm spinning out here is, is a lot of stuff I've, I've wanted to say to maybe say to a lot of people, but now you've given me the forum to do it. So thank it's you very the much. the beauty Greg. of the podcast. I love it. <laughs> beauty, the power of podcast. Yes. So I look at it, 
I, I look at kind of two things here. One, yes, we're doing drum lessons. You're coming in for music. We're here to get better. Yes, have fun. You know, the important thing is you have fun. That's that's what you want, you yep. know, and to get better. And we keep building from there and we find new exciting ventures through the process of music and drums. The other thing is is the life side of things. I want to build something as far as if you're not going to do, if, you, if, if your drums isn't what you're going to be sold on down the track, I want you to know that you can use these skills here, your mental and your physical side of things that we've done here for other ventures in life. Yeah. That's what it's all going to be about, okay? Discipline, et cetera. Absolutely. Putting in the work. What we do here, those fundamentals there that you're learning, if you didn't have before, you're learning those fundamentals now, are going to be excessively valuable mm. to what's going to help you out out yeah. in life any sort any sort of field of life okay so that's what it's that's how i generally love to look at things because obviously i know there's more to more to more to life than drums yeah. you know there's gonna there's, a, there's the other side of your life as well let's build those skills and adapt them to the next phase okay yeah so hopefully they can also inspire the next generation of people with whatever they do mm. it's all about just helping it's all going around help Help, care, yep, and health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's 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 very healthy to have all that all that um, cycle through. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. That sounds like the the school to be at. Oh, oh well, thank drums. you. Yeah, give, give me give me a good plug. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That, 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 that's what it is. I mean, I, I and that, that said that that's why I don't harp so much on that practice side of things. Mm. Okay, because I know what you can do in this half an hour hour. You know what you can do. We know where you want to get to. Act on it. Yeah. Show me. Don't just sit on your button, get distracted by playing video games all day, mm. um, or sitting on YouTube, or Snapchat, or TikTok, or whatever. Oh, you know, so all that many stuff. Things. They're all cool. They'll have their place. I mean, as adults, we, we sit on our phones and all that. We're, 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 we're just as guilty. Mm. You know, we, we, we can procrastinate as well. Oh, yeah. But I'm here to see your growth. Yep. And I can only help you grow if you help yourself grow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those um, going back to uh, kids, like you see, uh, like on Facebook or YouTube, sometimes like a, a video will pop up of this young kid like playing these drums to a like a Slipknot song. Oh, I seen saw a few one lately. yesterday. Oh, so good. Um, the one with the mask, the kid with the yeah. The, oh, dude. he's like what a five or six year old, and he's playing along to um, I think it was before I forget mm. from Slipknot. I'm like fucking hell! Like he's he's got a, and he's looking at the camera and he's just throwing his arms around and I'm like that's amazing into for that, it for and that, that age that's nature and nurture there that's that's, that, that's all within the household and that's yeah. good discipline there, isn't it yeah excellent parenting yeah parenting done right but how, how do kids do that at that age man like I've sat on a drum kit all right I haven't had lessons or anything I've you know just yep tinkered around yeah, that's I'm right. like fuck this is hard like I can do the hands maybe. But when you got both feet going as well, I'm like, that's that's no easy feat. Well, it's in the blood, but there's some there is a, definitely a body of work in that as well. Yeah. But yeah, some just just gravitate to it. Some kids can just hear things. Yeah. And even just hear it and pick up on it. Like I mean, I wish I had hearing like that. Yeah. Like Jesus, it's amazing. How did you how did you pick up on that so well? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone learns differently, and yeah. yes, what you see on we do see a lot of on YouTube is. Yeah, I don't know, one in a million, one in a thousand, I don't yeah, know, whatever true. it might be. So it's so cool to see that. But it's impressive. there's something behind that that is to where they are. Yeah. And it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's your usual pre-gig routine as a drummer? <laughs> if, you ask, <laughs> if you ask the guys in the band, uh, yeah, that, that they, they often know that I disappear 
for a bit. Um, yeah. I've... Uh, and usually it's to the bathroom because I have. <laughs> yes, the, I, know, I know that feeling. Free gig. Yeah. Mm, yeah the man. stomach. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's I've, so funny. I've had that. Now, look, I'm not the only one. Um, uh, there's many of us are like that where we've, you know, three to five minutes before having to hit the stage, running to the toilet and mm. sticking a head down there because. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. This for me, it's anxiety. Yeah. Um, it's. It's. Both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. It's anxiety and it's excitement. Yeah. Mixed with adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, oh my God, I can't wait to get on stage now. <laughs> this is going to be so awesome. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. Right. Yeah. The other side is, oh God damn. I really hope, <laughs> oh God, I hope I don't stuff up. Yeah. I hope everybody likes me. I hope oh. they like what I do. I hope everybody laughs at me. I hope everybody, nobody just eyeballs me. I hope I don't make, you know, oh, oh, it's that. It's both sides of the spectrum there just going boom and clashing. Yeah. And, then it, you feel it all through your body, and that's where I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and it's kind of, in a way, it's a good thing because it shows you give a damn about what you're about to do in exactly. these next three to five minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it it's hard to deal with. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, so for the longest time, I used to be like, I used to have, have both, really have both sides of that. I have contained it somewhat. Mm. I play a lot now. I play almost, you know, especially with, with my cover band and that. So I'm happy now. I could just kind of get up and do it. You know, yep. it's a little bit of adrenaline and anxiety because you're like, you're excited because you want to do it. But I'm like, but back in the day, oh my God, man. So, yeah. So, but now generally, okay. So the old Luch used to be head in the toilet. Now he's a little more reserved. <laughs> but generally what I do is uh, on the drive to a gig, I have, I'm just pretty damn boring. I still don't eat on uh, eat, uh, like any sort of big meals on gig day. Right. Same as basketball. Yeah. So I have uh, my body reacts to how, I guess, the whole basketball upbringing was. I will have a banana. That's okay because it's quite mushy and it doesn't kind of, you know, interfere with too much of the insides. Yeah. Um, and a, like a mineral water or something. Just just something really light and basic. Right. Very easy there. Just simple. Oh, God, how, how non-rock star is that? No? <laughs> <laughs> simple as that. Get to, I always make sure I get to a... I'm, I'm set up. All my gear is set up on stage. Just my gear. I know everyone's got to set up microphones and then all their other gear and whatever. Drums it might are gonna be. go first. As long as my drums are up there yeah. and I'm ready to go, I give myself at least an hour before we go on stage. I just want to make sure that oh, I'm relaxed. I haven't rushed around. I'm ready to go. I've done what I have to do. Basic stretching exercises. Just kind of you know. Mm. Um, don't even use my sticks. I just tap my hands on my legs. Just mm. kind of just get the bit of bit of blood flow through. Um. That's pretty much the basic of it. And then, yeah, we set up and go from there. As long as – the important thing is having that time. You know, I've rushed to gigs before and you're – Yeah. You're, you're rushing. You're running out of breath. Oh, my God, oh, my God. we got to get everything set up. And once you get on the kit, you because know, I'm so damn charged, <laughs> I'm playing the gig three times faster, you know, and everything sounds awful, obviously, because, because my body is just, just energized, yeah. you know. So, no, can't, so make sure you're in a space where you are just got to be relaxed. We can walk on stage. How you doing, everyone? Boom, let's go. Let's do this thing, right? Yeah. So pretty simple there. It's after the gig where I'm in business. Yeah. Oh, boy. I am so hungry after a gig because <laughs> I haven't eaten all, practically all day. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I'm just like, because I got that adrenaline. My adrenaline is what keeps me going. Yeah. I don't need, you know, people say, oh, you know, you should have a yeah, have good breakfast or a good meal before you go and do your, any sort of activity or work or whatever. If I do, I'll, I'm, I'm, again, I'm going to be. Seeing it in the, in the toilet three minutes before the gigs, yeah. gigs on, right? So sorry if I'm grossing anybody out here, but that's the state. It's, 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 it's it, true. This is my show, and this is what you get, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. So it's just uh, so afterwards, you know, 
once the gig's done, you can finally. It's <sighs> such a relief, isn't it? It's over. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God damn, I'm hungry. Yeah. Kebabs, baby. Ex jumbo size kebab afterwards. Oh, oh, it is the most satisfying of meals. Yeah. So, uh, my routine's very simple. Yeah. Very eating, eating simple, drinking, have, drink, drinking simple. Mm. Hour before the show, set up. Yeah. Afterwards, eat, 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 and eat some more. Yeah. yeah. Good right. feels. So, pretty simple. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I guess it's different for for everyone. It really is. Like, yeah. And, and yeah, we we talk. Shall we talk about it amongst everyone? Mm. I want to know what you were going to say before. What 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 are you what are you what do you like before a gig? What's your routine oh, before a gig? Man. Well, you should ask my girlfriend Tahani for starters. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm a bit of a bit of a mess. I'm a lot a lot better than I used to be. Um, especially when I've got to sing these days. Like when I used to be just a guitarist, I was. I was pretty cruisy, you know, pretty easy. Um, as long as I knew I'd rehearsed and kept up my chops, I was I was good. Preparation is key, yes. Um, but with the singing and performing solo, like it's all on me. So I've got to be, I've got to be on. I've got to be feeling good. Um, I get a lot of anxiety in general, even more so leading up to the gig. So it's all you know in the stomach and it's all in the throat, which is choking me up as oh, a singer. Oh yeah. Oof. So um, I have to eat because I get faint and I, you know, get low low blood sugar, low energy. So I've got to eat, um, which then puts the pressure on the stomach more. But um, look, I'm a lot better than I used to be. But just just the build up mentally for me, uh, I've got to keep it under wraps and in control somehow. Um, and just just look after myself. Physically, you know, I I don't have I don't drink before a show anymore. Yep. Even though that would probably relax me to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, after the show, like it's such a relief, and then I'm exhausted. But yes. you know, the show is everything that I've wanted to do. So it's not like it's oh, thank God it's over. I'm glad I got that out of the way. You know, mm. it's. Everything builds up to that half an hour or whatever you're on stage. The whole week builds up to that. That's and, right. Um, it's and it's just before. over. Yeah. And it's like you got to remember to actually put your feet on the ground while you're up there and take in what you're actually doing because you've built up, you know, everything to this half an hour. So you want to try and enjoy it to some extent and not just um, try and get past it. So. Um, that's that's a work in progress in itself. Trying to get in the right frame of mind and um, actually try and enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely, um, and do it to to the best of your ability. And um, but yeah, that's taken years of practice. And even now, it's you know I haven't done a gig for probably I think since November, and I've got my first one next week. At the Golden Vine Hotel in Bendigo, and I'm I'm getting a bit nervy about that. But um, I've got some time off work at the moment, so I know I've got the time to get my head right, get my chops right. So I'm looking forward to it. Very good, sir. Now, it goes back to what we're <laughs> saying about as far as like the whole what you don't see of certain things, you know, like people are going to see you on stage and the body yeah. and all the work that's gone to that. Yeah. But it's the whole week of everything. Oh, yeah. Even, even and beyond. Beyond that as well, mm. for that one, for that, I don't know, two hours, whatever it is that you're going to play? 
Oh, 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You're not just, just going to get up there and, and butcher the damn thing. Yeah. All I the work that, that you've got, all the <laughs> practice and preparation yeah. that's going into it beforehand, every, it all leads to what exactly. is on display right now. Yeah. Okay? You're not going to, you're not just going to go bush league on them. Okay. You care mm. too much. Yeah. And that's why it's important to, for me, especially because I get stuck in my head and just, you know, it's just nonsense. And um, I've really had to learn how to like feel my feet on the ground and, and live in that moment for that 45 minutes and, um, yeah, I still don't do it very well. Yeah. But it is I'm that anxiety. Aware of it, at yeah. least. And there's a lot of, and look, we'll talk about, I guess, the, the health side of that as well. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of, there are many years ago, or many, about three years ago or so, I, I ended up getting some therapy because mm-hmm. of, for my anxiety, um, essentially performance anxiety. Yeah. Um, and it was fantastic, like being able to talk things out with a mm. therapist. Just to be able to, because I knew I had something wrong with me, but when she started asking me some questions, I was saying things I didn't even know I was thinking about. Mm. Like, oh my God, this is actually what is affecting me. Yeah. You know, like, what well, is this? I think I'm starting to understand why I am the way I am, you mm. know, and why I get anxious or nervous or feel like I'm going to throw up for yeah. a gig, you know? We finally got to the bottom of it, right. you know? So, um, Having that help as well, having that someone to talk to is always going to be a good thing. And we're always going to feel a certain way, you know, with, with anxiety. A lot of us go through this kind of thing. There's also like little like apps, phone apps as well. Like uh, my therapist put me onto one called Smiling Mind. Oh, I've heard of that. It's a really good one. I had that for yeah. a little while. Yeah, yeah. I was using that a lot, especially after our, se- our, our sessions. Because uh, I, I just got sick of it. I just got sick, uh, sick and tired of putting all the work in yeah. to what I lo- love doing. Yeah. And then when I, the time finally arises, I'm, I'm a, a nervous wreck. Yeah. I, I blank out. I get nauseous. I get very tight chested. It's like- It's full on. It is a hard thing, man. Yeah. It is. It, and it's, it's discouraging because it's like, yeah. I love what I'm about to do. I can't wait to get on stage and, mm. and, and play. Yeah. But there's something whirling around in my head that is causing me to just freak. Yeah. And so for nothing- I've done all the work. What's wrong with me? Yeah. So sometimes it's, it, it, a lot of times it is very important just to be able to speak to somebody. It might only take a couple of se- it really probably only take a couple of sessions. Mm. You know, I've had personally, I've had instances where it's starting to somewhat creep back in a little bit more now. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking about even myself going back to see somebody again because I can't have what I love be affected no. by some something going on in the brain. Yeah. Because so, you want your audience to see how much you love what you're doing. Yeah. Because you do, but they you can't, like, they've got to be able to see that in you. And when it's clouded with all, all this anxiety and shit that's going on in your head, you're really holding yourself back from what you can output to the audience. Definitely and, hinders the performance, you know? Yeah. And then you can walk off sometimes and you just be like, oh. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All that work. Beat yourself up. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's no different to any kind of athlete as well, yeah. you know. A whole week they go out and play a game of sports, basketball, yeah. footy, whatever it is. Yeah. And then they just, the weekend comes and they put in a garbage performance. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, how discouraging is that? Yeah. You know? Really, really. It's like, you, know, you, you generally know it's, could be, hopefully it's just an aberration, but, yeah. you know, just like, oh, man, all that, all that for that? Mm. Come on, man. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You see some people get up and do their thing and they just seem so relaxed and before the show, they're just chilling out. Oh, fuck. I just want to stick myself in a dark room and just not talk to anyone 
Um, yep. it's, that's not how it's supposed to be, I'm no. sure. Everybody so, just handles it differently. And that, yeah. it, it, it's a personality thing. That's, yeah. that's just what it is. Yeah, like see some people, you, don't even, you think they don't even have a heartbeat. They just yeah. get up there and just- Effortless. Yeah, yeah, just no worries. I'm yeah. like, man, I'd love to be like that. But again, at the end of the day, it's a personality thing. Yeah. Okay, we're all different. We're all wired differently. Yeah, so. and you gotta you gotta really learn about yourself, how you tick, and you do how your body, you know, your your diet, how food reacts to you, like you know what you've got to eat or not eat before a gig now. Of course, um, but you obviously have to learn that. Yes, the yes. hard way. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, there's a few ways, and, and you're going to keep learning as well. Yep. So, yep. Awesome, man. Well, the new tear gas single "Make Up Your Mind" is out now on Spotify. Uh, when's that festival? What's it called? Melodic Rock Festival at the National Theatre in St Kilda from March the 6th to March the 8th. Come down, check it out. There's going to be some amazing local bands performing as well as international artists as mm. well. Uh, yeah, just, just as far as for any sort of websites, resources, whatever, just go to Melodic Rock Festival website. Check out their Facebook. Uh, I believe they've got an Instagram as well. Just just check out all the social media links there. Um, check out the tea. Uh, yeah, for, if you want to check out more of Tear Gas, please check out the uh, Tear Gas Facebook page. I believe our link is facebook.com forward slash Tear Gas Melbourne. I hope it's that. But anyway, just look up Tear Gas. Anyway, you'll be you'll be able to see us. Spotify as well. Tear Gas. Simple as that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the festival is going to be crazy. We can't, no pun intended, crazy like one of our songs. Uh, uh, it, it, it's going to be amazing. Check it out. Relax on the Monday as well. We've all got the Monday off. Well, hopefully yeah. we've all got the Monday off. Some of us have to work, but hopefully not me. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what I agree to, so we'll see. <laughs> so what what day are you guys on? The Saturday, festival? yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but cool. very early. So around 11-ish. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say 11 to be safe because I can't remember if it was like 11 or 11.20 or something. So yeah. about 11. I, I think it k- kicks off pretty early. I think there was a band before us at about 10.30. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you, if you just love your music, you know, if you find it's going to be a long day or whatever, you know, you can sit down. There's going to be plenty of seating around there. You can yeah. just sit down and enjoy it. Yeah, it's a cool venue. It like, is. Yeah, it looks terrific. I can't wait to, to check it all out. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, there's heaps around that area. So even if you come in early to see you guys. Yep, yeah, yes, as, you, as everyone, duck in, out, everyone should do. Yes, grab yep. some lunch and then come back and see some more bands. You know, you're in that vicinity of St Kilda where there's heaps going on. So. Heaps and heaps, got to love it. But, yeah, we'll chuck some links in the show notes for all, all this stuff we're talking about. So, Good stuff. Luch, thank you very much, man. This has been awesome. I, I appreciate, appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me down. This has been great. It's been great talking with you. Yep. You've got a wonderful setup going on here. Thank you for welcoming me into your humble home. No worries. Uh, I hope we get to do this again sometime. Yeah, yeah. we will, man, for will sure. Good, man. It's been great rapping with you, man. Thanks, thank everyone, you. for tuning in. And thank you to everybody for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you guys again soon for another episode. Thanks, Luch. Thank you very much, Craig. See you, everybody. See you, guys.